Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty here in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi, Media and Marketing Director uh, at Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. Good job. Thanks. Got it out. Thanks. I love it. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, tactics to go out and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really any business out there. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. We don't like to guess what you want to hear about. We just listen to what you want to hear about. If you want to ask us questions, go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask your questions on there. You can join our referral network because we've got a lot of people moving out of California. You can subscribe to the podcast, our YouTube channel, and find out about upcoming events that we have going on like our Media Mayor Mastermind which is a uh, 16-hour course where we go super, super deep into video and share everything we've learned over the last five and a half years of creating videos together. And you can join our Facebook group yes. on there, um, which is another great place to ask questions and engage and find out about the fun stuff we're working on here in the office. Yep. That's what we got. So, Brian, what is our question today? So today I've been seeing people, and this actually kind of comes from an experience you had as well. Um, when you're talking with a salesperson, uh, Sometimes the salesperson has a agenda. Well, usually, hopefully, they have an agenda, right? They want to get certain information from you. Uh, the the typical script that we've done from for years and years and years has been the LP Mama script, right? And that's when someone calls and you talk to them. You want to learn about their location, their price, their motivation, their agent, agent their mortgage, and the appointment. Yeah, you want to do all of that. Yeah, we've been doing that. Yeah. We're connected with uh, a few of these channel accounts, as you like to call them. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say them, so that yeah. I, I won't. Can we? We just call them channel accounts. Channel accounts. Yeah. Um, and part of these um, accounts is they coach us up on exactly what they expect to hear, what they've done tons and tons of research on, and they say, hey, uh, cool, you're using your script. Don't do it anymore. Um, so very recently, we've killed LP Mama. LP Mama is dead. Yes. And we've switched to something else. Yep. Uh, what did we switch to and why did we do it? Yeah, well, let me tell you a little story real quick, and this will help you understand why LP Mama is dead. So let's. I came up with this analogy when I was speaking at an event in Las Vegas. And so think about when you're in Las Vegas and you want to play some blackjack. You got a $100 bill. You walk up to a blackjack table. You put it on the table because you want to play blackjack. Well, if you walk up to the table to play blackjack and the dealer sees that you put the $100 on the table, but then the dealer proceeds to ask you, oh, so where are you from? What brings you to town? You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you guys, what, you got dinner plans? What are you doing? Any shows while you're here? Before they give you the chips. You're like, you're going to get pissed off. You're going to walk away, right? Like, you're going to be like, I want to play some freaking blackjack. Give me some chips and some cards. I want to play blackjack. So if somebody went and asked you all those questions first, you would just say, screw this. I'm going to go to the table next door. Like, this is just, I don't want to deal with you. And you're going to get up and go to the next dealer because there's plenty of dealers out there. So you go to the next table and what do they do? You put the $100 on the table, dealer takes it, gives you some chips, you make a bet, they deal you some cards, and then they ask you, so what brings you to town? Where are y'all staying? Where are you coming from? Right? I need shows you're going to see while you're here. Because... You sat down at the blackjack table because you wanted to play some freaking blackjack. You're okay with a little conversation once you're playing, but you sat down because you wanted to play blackjack. Well, what we've done for a long time, and there was a time and place where this made sense when this script was invented, and I, I don't know 
exactly who invented it. The first place I heard about it was Corcoran Coaching. Bob Corcoran um, was the ones who taught it to me. But it was like over a decade ago that I learned this script. We could all agree a lot's changed in the last decade. Yeah. We're in an on-demand society now. So when I sit down at a blackjack table, I want blackjack cards dealt to me. Well, when I go on Zillow Realtor Trulia and I fill out a form and say I want to go see 123 Main Street, I want to go see 123 freaking Main Street. I don't want to tell you about the lender I've spoken to and how much I'm going to put down and if it's FHA financing and all and of this of other funds. stuff. <laughs> like, I don't want all that. I just want to go see the damn house. Like, I look at, you know, a consumer looks at realtors as kind of like a necessary evil. Like, they have to talk to us. But a lot of them put it off as long as they can until they're like, all right, I'm ready to go see this house. Connect me with the realtor who can show it to me. Well, if we know that what the consumer wants is to see the house, let's show them the damn house. Yep. We can backfill all the other stuff. But initially, let's just go show them the house. And statistically speaking, most people, uh, 70% of people will work with the first agent they, they meet face-to-face with. So get out of your head. Like, I don't want to go meet with people that I don't know if they're qualified or I don't know if they're talking to another agent. Or I don't know if this or that. Like, get that out of your head. You don't need all of that data. Just go meet with them. Because last time I checked, the title on my license says salesperson. I'm a salesperson. You get me in front of people, I'm going to sell because that's what, I'm, what I do. That's my career title is I am a salesperson. So if that's scary or intimidating to you like maybe you're not a salesperson maybe maybe this isn't for you so here's what the the script is and zillow is the one who is the first to really like this one i can attach it to a source zillow did a ton of studies they've listened to tons and tons of calls and they came out with the playbook and in that playbook they came up with an analogy it's called alm and it's appointment location motivation that's all they want you covering on that first call they found that if you do anything in addition to agent location motivation the, appointment. Um, right, or appointment, I'm sorry, appointment, location, motivation. If you do anything more than that on the first call, you turn people off and they don't want to meet with you. They're not ready to do all of that yet. Just like you don't want to sit down at the blackjack table and get asked a million questions before you get dealt cards. They deal you the cards, then they ask you the questions. Show the house and then ask the questions. So they want you, especially when it's these live transfer calls, um, which a lot of the different companies are going to, they're just going referral fee-based model. Here, we'll do the qualifier, you know, we'll... We'll uh, work the lead from top of funnel to middle of funnel until they're ready to go see a house. At the bottom of the funnel, we'll hand it off to you. So when you get on the phone with these guys, just ask them when they want to go see the house. Like, here's your brand new open when you take one of these live transfer calls. Hey, Brian, this is Kyle with Whistle Realty Group. I saw you were checking out 123 Main Street here in El Cajon. When would you like to go see it? Tonight. That's it. Like, that's the open. Not how are you doing? All these other things. This, when do you want to go see it? Straight away, just go right for it, right? Just deal the damn cards. Just give them what they want. Then they recommend you follow up with a couple additional questions. One to determine location, one to determine motivation. So location, you know, very easy is what attracted you to the El Cajon area? I can afford it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So it sounds like a, having a home that's affordable is important to you. Yep. Awesome. Okay. And in a perfect world, Brian... When would you see yourself being in that new home? Uh, probably the next six months. The next six months? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, here's what I'd like to do, Brian, is I'm going to get us set up to go see that home tomorrow at 4 p.m. I'm going to give the seller a call. Very important there. I'm going to give the seller a call. I'll get our appointment confirmed. As soon as I have confirmation, I'll give you a call back and let you know. Sound good? Sounds great. Perfect. Again, my name is Kyle. I'm with Whistle Realty Group. And just as a quick heads up, Zillow is going to send a little survey your way. Uh, make sure that I addressed all of your uh, concerns. Have I done that? 
Yes. All right. Awesome. So yeah, if you can give me a, a little thumbs up on that, I'd really appreciate it, Brian. Again, I'll call you back as soon as I have that appointment confirmed. Cool. So that's your script, guys. Appointment, location, motivation, and then that's it. Um, and now we kind of throw the S in there because if you guys are aware, there's a experience score that you're getting on Zillow and that score is important. So if you make sure to do a little plug at the end about the survey they're going to receive, that helps. Um, so appointment, location, motivation, and then survey. That's mm-hmm. essentially what we go for. Um, and the one thing that, that I said in there that's really important, this one little word change is seller instead of listing agent. If you can stop using the word listing agent, you're creating an objection that doesn't need to be an objection. So don't say, okay, cool, I'll call the listing agent and I'll get it confirmed. Because as soon as you say that, you're making it abundantly clear to them that you are not the listing agent, which they may be assuming you are the listing agent. I don't want to make that a issue if it doesn't need to be. So when you just say, hey, I will give the seller a call and I'll get our appointment confirmed, I'll call you back. That's way safer than saying I'll call the listing agent. Because as soon as you say that, you're going to have a percentage. I would probably bet 25% of people are like, oh, wait, you're not the listing agent? Now you just create an objection for yourself that you have yep. to overcome. So don't do that. Um, and now here's what happens is now you do call the seller or their agent, um, set the appointment up, and then you call the client back. We'll, we'll call her Beth. Um, call Beth back and let her know, hey, Beth, Good news, I've got us confirmed for four o'clock tomorrow. I'm super excited to meet with you. Just one you know, quick heads up. I wanna go over how things work as we're going through this COVID society. The way that showings work today is there's gonna be a little disclosure I have to have you fill out just stating you don't have corona, I haven't been exposed to it, all that stuff. Um, and then one other thing is that the seller requested that we provide them a copy of your pre-approval letter. Is, is that something that you could shoot over to me? And they say, yes, awesome. Go ahead, here's my email address, go ahead and shoot that over. If they say no, now is when you have that finance conversation. You're not doing it on the first call. You're doing it on the second call. Now they'll be like, oh, you know, we haven't actually been pre-approved. Okay, cool. You know, have you had an opportunity to connect with the lender to explore your options? Like now you're having that conversation that you're probably having on the first call that's turning people off. Now do it on the second call because now you gave them what you want. You got them an appointment to go see it at four o'clock tomorrow. Now they're excited. And then the beautiful thing is now you're putting it on the seller. Because in most markets, a pre-approval is now required to even go see a home during COVID. So this is going to be a beautiful thing. This is going to be one of those blessings in disguise that comes out of COVID is I believe this will become the new norm. And even if it's not, right now in San Diego, our market's so hot. So if they wait until after they see it and they like it, um, you can. if you don't have that pre-approval, you could be setting up your client for a disappointing uh, situation. So you're, again, just kind of like you said before is you are you're adding in a objection if you say the listing agent i think not adding this in as well you're you're setting up potential for uh, not a happy ending yeah and well zillow's found even if somebody's so let's assume we're post covid okay. and it's not required that you have that pre approval they still would prefer you go show it even if the person doesn't have the pre approval don't even bring it up unless you need to talk about it face to face that's an easier conversation okay. for us to have face to face because getting into like my financials, when I don't know you, we just had a the first call. When when you follow this ALM script perfectly, is usually a two to three minute call. The second call tends to be a little bit longer. Um, but again, that's because we're having that conversation, the financial conversation over the phone because we kind of have to right now. But post-COVID, you're not going to have that. You're going to go meet them face to face. So think about 
we had an initial phone call that was maybe three minutes. Now, minute four, I'm digging into your financials. Like, you don't know me. Yeah. Like, why do you want to share all your financial <laughs> info with me? Like, we got to get over that. And, you know, back in the day, we used to be all about like a buyer consultation. Like, no, I know you want to go see 123 Main Street. I know the market's red hot and houses are selling in a day. But if you want to go see it, you got to come drive your ass to my office and sit down in my office and hear me, you know, talk about how great I am for an hour before I'm going to go show you 123 Main Street. Like, uh, no, not happening. That's like having to go to like, Gamblers Anonymous before you go sit at the damn blackjack <laughs> table. Like, how's that going to work? Yeah. Right? Or you got to go sh- sit through the timeshare presentation before yep. you can go play a hand of blackjack. Like, nobody wants to do that crap. Not day one. Right? So meet them where they're at. They want to go see the damn house. Go show them the damn house. Then have that conversation. Build the relationship. Do your job. You're a salesperson. Sell when you get to that appointment. So ALM. And then again, especially if you're trying to work your relationship deeper with some of these uh, partners, Zillow in particular, your experience score is very, very important. So make sure that you bring that up. Let them know they're going to get a survey. And it's important to get confirmation from them. Brian, have I addressed all of your you know, concerns today? Yes. Perfect. If you can give me a thumbs up on that survey, I'd appreciate it. And that way, if you didn't address the concerns, you gave them an opportunity yep. to ask another question so they don't feel like you cut them off. Now, I know one thing that people have been – Um, cautious of in the past is meeting people at a property that they've never met before. There's some safety concerns there. What's the best way to kind of address that to, to keep yourself safe without being like, you might be a murderer and I don't want to meet you because I don't know you yet. Right. That obviously turns people off. How do you kind of bring that in while still keeping that, uh, that short? Carry a gun. Oh yeah. I knew you're (laughs) Okay, cool. <laughs> no, you can't yeah. really do that in California. <laughs> so it's like you got to get a concealed carry permit. If you're in Texas, you probably carry a gun anyway. I was like, they're like, this is an easy answer. Yeah. Uh, done. <laughs> there was like a shooting in a church and there's like 30 guys pull guns out of their waistband. Like, Ugh. yeah. Um, California's a little bit different. So, um, you know, there's, there's software, there's systems that are built for this kind of thing. So if you are going to meet somebody, it's a first time, um, especially if, it, if, you know, you're in a rural area um, you're by yourself. You're meeting somebody you've never met. There's apps. There's systems. I know um, HomeSnap is the app that we use to. That's kind of like our mobile MLS. It has a software built into it, so you could say, "I'm going to show this property," and then you have to confirm like when you're done, and it'll notify whoever your appointed contact is and let them know that you're okay. So that's your best bet if you're meeting somebody for the first time, is to have some sort of a software. There's there's a ton of softwares out there that are made for this, like Life360. Um, HomeSnap has something built into it. I think even uh, the Centra Lock, which is like the showing uh, lockbox system that we use, has stuff. There's plenty of systems that are out there for it. Also, you know, carrying pepper spray is a good idea. I don't care if you're a guy or a girl, carry pepper spray. Uh, if, you know, if you're comfortable with a gun and it's allowed where you live. I mean, if I'm meeting somebody in a rural area and I'm by myself, I mean, and I'm allowed to carry, I'm probably going to carry. I mean, if you show up in Ramona and you don't have a, a shotgun in the, the back, or, they'll probably be disappointed. Like, oh, man, yeah. this guy. <laughs> okay, um, cool. So, I mean, those are a couple things. And then some people just, they go old school and they have their their partner, their husband, their wife, whoever, and they just say, hey, I'm going to show this property. I'll give you a call back as soon as I'm done. If you don't hear from me in the next 30 minutes, call me. Right. And, and make sure I'm OK. I've, I've heard. So Mike Proctor, our sales manager, has done some um, training on this as well. If you guys want that training, go ahead and comment in the, the comments below and I'll send it to you. Um, but a couple things that he said that I thought were really, really, really simple, but I never thought of. Um, 
is one you can tell them, cool, I'll meet you, you know, that you want to see the house tomorrow at four o'clock, my partner and I will meet you, even if they're not show, going to show up, kind of prepping them, like someone else will be there with me. Um, they, he used the, the code word, the red file. So if you go, if, if you're in an area with someone, you feel sketchy, you call your assistant, oh, hold on. Hey, can you get that red file off my desk? They know you're in, in a dangerous situation. Yeah. Um, and one other thing he said that again was super simple, but he said like, never get yourself locked into a room or a corner. Um, always let them go in the rooms, never walk in first. And then the only way out is through them. So I didn't really want to go down this route, but yeah. I had a couple but ideas. That's the thing so. is, yeah, we've put a lot of our agents, we offer a safety training for them or self-defense kind of class. Just so in the unlikely event you get, one is situational awareness, like don't put yourself into these situations. But if you're in these situations, be aware of what your options are. So that's another thing too, is just to enroll in a class where you can learn that stuff and, and understand uh, how to get yourself out of those yep. uncomfortable situations. So cool. Uh, hopefully that helps again. Ditch the LP mama, especially when you have a connection lead who's literally somebody who's saying, I want to go see this house. Just go show them the damn house. Don't fight it. Um, just roll with it. That is going to be your best bet. Um, and then if you want the download the Zillow playbook, we'll put it in the show notes. So if you're watching on YouTube, we'll have it in there um, or on podcast. We'll make sure that that's available. Or if you want to just shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kyle Whistle, and I'm happy to send that Zillow playbook over to you guys. That'll be really helpful for you. And the way we like to finish this show is we like to talk about something we're utilizing in our business that is either saving us time, making us more money, or just helping us have more fun. We like to refer to this as the whistle widget of the week. Brian, I'm going to let you go first. Yeah. So my widget is um, a piece of gear that I don't use when I'm at home very often, um, but it replaces a piece of gear that I use at home when I'm shooting every time I go shoot. And so what this is, this is a tiny travel tripod. It's about the same size as Kyle's water bottle. Um, this one, it's the three-legged thing is the brand. Um, and I'll, I'll put a link. I'll give Tom a link so he can share it. But this guy is probably a couple pounds, about a foot tall. Um, but when it unfolds, it bring, comes up to about five feet. And I've put my big Canon 5D Mark IV with my 70 to 200 on when Kyle and I go traveling to do uh, speaking engagements that he does, I'll bring this guy and it holds my camera just fine. Um, pretty impressed with it. Runs about 200 bucks, um, but it's a great small travel tripod. I can leave it in the car in case I ever forget it. Um, and again, it's really easy to fit into something like a suitcase. Beautiful. Cool. All right. The one I've got is something that I like to have. Um, one of the things that EXP, we get a membership to Regis Executive Suites. So we can drop in any of those around town. So a lot of times when I'm out and about, um, I don't feel like driving back to the office. I can just go pop into one of the executive suites and I'm on my laptop in those scenarios. And something I've learned is that if you're sitting at a desk and you have your laptop flat on the desk, you're looking down constantly, um, which creates a couple issues. One, it's bad for your posture. It's bad for your neck, your back, all of that stuff. It also affects your voice when you're on sales calls. When you're looking down, you're closing your diaphragm, um, and you're Where's your losing. diaphragm? It's in here. Nope. Yeah, wherever. That's fine. It's cool. It's down here somewhere. That's cool. It affects <laughs> it. It's cool. You know, it's, it, it messes up with your diaphragm. Yeah, it's, it's in here, dude. <laughs> it's in your body. Um, so it, it changes your tone of voice, and we talk about with our agents, when you get on these calls, like, you need to be standing up, right, and smiling. 
Well, if you're standing up and now your laptop's down on the table, like now you're even looking down even worse. Um, and the, you end up having headaches and everything. So I got this little device that attaches to the back of my laptop. It's called a Moft MOFT. Um, cool, super, super thin. It, it just sticks right to the back of the laptop. It's easy to peel off. I've actually switched between my two laptops a couple times on it, and it's still super sticky and stays. Um, and what's great is just it props up the back of the laptop a little bit, so it brings the screen height a little bit higher. It also changes the angle of the buttons, and it has a couple different settings, so I can get it at different heights depending if I want to really prop it up a lot or have it a little bit flatter. So this is just a really cool device, this MOFT Moft. Um, allows two different options for the height on the laptop and it just gets that screen height a little bit higher I mean propping your screen up six inches makes a huge difference as far as the angle that you're having to look at the screen So I love this thing you can pick them up on Amazon um, and they've got some cool new stuff Which we'll share in a, a later <laughs> widget of the week. So uh, MOFT Moft is an awesome device So hopefully you guys got some value out of the show today ditch LP mama roll with ALM Pick up Brian's fancy little tripod. Pick up your little moft. Those widgets will really help things uh, in your business. And, yeah, if you guys have questions you want to have answered on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, join our Facebook group, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel on there, find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind events, and join our referral network because we've got a lot of referrals to give out these days. So go to thewhistleway.com, join us on there. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of The Whistleway. See you guys.